reading from the prophet Isaiah in the 66th chapter. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream, and you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees, as one whom is mother comforts. So I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass, and the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants, and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading today from the letter to the Galatians in the sixth chapter. Brothers, If anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap, if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. But far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them, and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. I invite you to rise as you are able, and we, in honor of the gospel, as we hear from Luke's gospel in the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborers deserve his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. 
But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. And woe to you, Chorazin, and woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works done in you had, be done, had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Now the 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. This is the gospel of our Lord. Learn from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have done to come near to us. We pray, Lord, that you lead us by your Spirit, that you remove distractions from our hearts and minds, and that you guide us to Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. It's good to be king. Have you heard that phrase? I wanted to attribute that phrase to like Shakespeare or some other author of antiquity, and I searched and searched for like a whole seven or eight minutes looking for as far back as I could find that phrase uh, being used. And the very furthest back reference I could find that phrase being used was Mel Brooks in 1981. Never once did I think I would bring up Mel Brooks in a sermon, but there you have it. So you can look it up further from there if you want to. And the next reference that I had for it was actually from personal experience, as I remember Tom Petty on the uh, DVD, not DVD, on the CD, not MP3 at that point, for, anyway, on the CD, Wildflowers, and it was, it's good to be king. It's the name of the song. It's good to be king, even if just for a while, to be there in velvet, to give him a smile. It's good to be king. There's a few other things he rolls through, and he talks about, well, it's only kind of a dream to be king. That's good to be king. Except are we? I mean, that's kind of the whole fight ever since creation, right? I mean, God is king over all. We know that. And then he creates Adam and Eve, and he says, hey, manage everything and take care of everything around, but know that I'm still king. And Satan walks in and says, is he really king? What if you had that same knowledge? Then you could be king. You could sit in the throne. You could be in that spot. You could know it all. It's good to be king. Why don't you try it? And ever since then, well, we like. To be king. There's a problem that comes along, though, when you're king, is that challenges come into your kingdom. And it's a little bit, I think, what was kind of going on as Jesus sends out these 72 ahead of him, right? They're on their way to Jerusalem in Luke's gospel. They're making their way there, and he sends out a whole flock of what he calls lambs in the midst of wolves, right? a whole flock of them, to go ahead into the towns and speak a word of peace. He has given them authority to heal and to cast out demons and to bring a word of peace that comes from nowhere else. And there to go into every town that they come across and say, peace be to you. 
The kingdom of God has come near to you. Peace. What a wonderful word to share, right? We love hearing that word. Well, we love hearing that most of the time because what would come along with that peace? It means that somebody else's word is in control besides our own. I mean, what if that person came into town and everything was going just fine and they're like, peace be to you. And like, there's nothing wrong. What do you mean peace? Everything's peaceful already. I've got it all under control. It's no problem. I've got this done and this done and my views over here are fine and and all of my desires are being taken care of. I'm in control. I'm on the throne. I'm king in this place. There's already peace. So what do you mean peace be to you? You see, as as a word comes in, oftentimes it's received. We might see that things are broken. We might see that in our own lives where things are broken where we've tried to be king and that word of peace actually is a welcome word that word that comes from outside of us to speak peace into our lives to say look i know it looks like everything's out of control but god is in control and he has one peace for you and he gives it to you and he put his word in my mouth to speak peace to you and we say thanks been looking for that word i've been wanting to hear that word but i haven't heard it anywhere and so i'm so thankful for you to speak peace and that happened for the most part for those folks that were sent out to speak peace jesus even told them there's going to be some places as you carry my word into their lives as you speak my peace into their brokenness they're going to say no i don't want it i don't want that peace And we kind of rack our brains and we say, how could they not want that peace of God? How could they not want that peace of the Lord? We know how sweet that peace is. So let me ask you, how often have you had to wrestle with God's word being spoken into your desires and not necessarily wanting to hear God's word? Because you kind of like wanting to do what you want to do. Or how does it feel when we hear God's word speak to our political views? And we say, no, 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 that can't quite be what God means in that word. It must mean something different. It must line up with everything that I've learned and known and think is right. But when God's word speaks to your opinions on things, there's a lot of things we hold on to that we want to be king of, that we want to have control of that we want to have our voice, our hearts, our desires spoken, and we don't necessarily want a word to be spoken against that because that means somebody else has authority. And it's a hard thing to give up authority. It's hard to have our eyes focused on God's words instead of our words. And so we wrestle with how that word then affects our lives. And so as we hear that word of peace again, and as God continues to speak that word through those who were sent out to the cities on their way to Jerusalem, there's a very interesting response that Jesus gave the people of that day to say to those who had said, no, we don't want your peace. You see, he said, just walk away. It's fine. But let them know that the kingdom of God has still come near to you. See, that kingdom of God, that active reign and rule of God, that 
living on of God's word remains, whether or not the people of that day received it and whether or not we want to listen to it at certain times, that word remains the authority. That word remains the active thing that takes care of all creation. That word of God is the one thing that remains, that continues to hold people accountable, but also to continue to bring peace. You see, as we hear that word in our lives and the places where we wrestle, where we want to hold on to all of those things and keep them from God and not let them be uh, shaped by God's word, then that's kind of where that dust flies, right? As they would walk away from a town and kick the dust off their feet and say, even the dust off our feet is a testimony against you. Yet God continues to work through his spirit to speak his word into your life to continue to point you to a word of peace. And it's that word of peace that sometimes takes longer for others than for some, but it's that word of peace that starts to begin to shape your life in all of its aspects. Because there's no possible way that we can actually kick Jesus off the throne. There's no way that we can totally remove his kingdom from our lives. At some point in time, we are going to see in reality Christ coming back and him as king over all creation. And as he is king over all creation, he has won that victory over everything that separates us from God. And he hands it over to you as a free gift, giving you peace between you and the Father. As he has made things right, For you, as he has forgiven your sins, everything that you've wanted to hold on to and keep separate from God and not let God's word shape it, he says, give me that. I want it. I died for your sins and I rose again so that you would have my forgiveness and righteousness and so that you would see that I am king over all things. Whether or not you want him to be, Christ is king. He is the one who brings life, He's the one that will reign into eternity. He's the one that calls you his beloved child. And he's the one that has wrapped you in his word and baptism. And he's the one that feeds you his body and blood for your forgiveness and righteousness. He's the one that works through the family of the church to continue to speak his words of peace to you. He's the one that leads you, guides you in peace. He's the one that continues to come near to you, not in some far-off, distant place where we have to wonder whether or not he's coming back, but he promises that his kingdom will continue to come near to you. It comes near to you in this place. It comes near to you as you gather together and hear his word. It comes near to you to bring you a word of peace. You can rest in that word, knowing that his peace is what shapes You, as a Christian, it's his peace that has forgiven you all your sins. It is his peace that is won through Christ alone that makes you his own and holds you in his kingdom. And we look forward to that day when that's the only kingdom that we see. We don't have to wrestle anymore against which word we're going to listen to. Because God's word will remain into eternity. And it brings peace you. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the peace that you alone bring. We thank you for 
the word that you give that continues to speak that peace into our ears. And we thank you for your son, Jesus, who is king over all and has forgiven us of all things that would separate us from you. We pray, Lord, that you lead us by your spirit to continually uh, not try to sit on the throne of Christ, but to uh, rest in the work that he has done for us as your kingdom continues to come near in him. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to rise as you